0: What's up, beer lovers and fans of the Not for 30 podcast? This is Anthony recording live from the Billy Shears podcast studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. This is Beercation Episode 6, Flavor Flav. It's all about flavored beers, rattlers, all, the, all that other good stuff, and where our beer guru, Mr. Aaron Chalupa, believes that categorized itself. If that makes any sense, I hope you guys enjoy that. We are very excited to welcome one of our new sponsors, 2020 Print Media and Promotions, uh, they came on board. They're going to be helping us with a lot of, a lot of things in regards to uh, promotional gigs as well as um, swag and all that good stuff. So if you have any promotional needs, please don't be afraid to call the good people at 2020 Print Media and Promotions. I uh, sh- sh- have the number here somewhere. Just hang with me until I, until I properly figure this out. You guys are going to have to deal with me stuttering all over this lovely, thankful sponsor. All right, here we go. Anything, free estimates, put your logo on, anything, get your business noticed. Check out Jared at 2020 Print Media and Promotions, 905-609-7979. That number, again, in case you missed it, is 905-609-7979. You guys have been asking for T-shirts. We're looking into tanks, tees, maybe Vs, V-necks, and maybe crew cut. Um, We'll hopefully have that out shortly. We have a small demand for it, so we're trying to figure out whether to invest in a big load or a small load. Insert joke here. The good people at 2020 Print Media are helping us out with that. That being said, also, the original sponsor of the podcast, Superior Finish Painting. Call them free quote anywhere in the GTA. They come to you to get your shit done. 289-979-9000. <laughs> Drop the name of the podcast, get 10% off. With that being said, thank you so much for... Uh, Everybody, hope you guys enjoyed Beercation episode 6. This was recorded a couple weeks ago. I assume Aaron Chalupa is still alive. I hope he is. Um, And then we're going to try our hardest to get maybe two or three um, more Beercations in. And then hopefully by that time, um, Aaron Chalupa is actually going to be traveling to the greatest province in Canada, which is Ontario, to the Billy Shears Podcast Studio uh, in lovely Milton, Ontario, where he will be live in studio for this. So fingers crossed that that all happens. We'll be taking pictures. We're maybe doing the Not for 30 podcast network, field trip, staff party, all that good stuff. Um, so with that being said, I want you guys to enjoy. Crack your beer, tilt your head, and enjoy the neck of the Gods. Here we are. beercation episode 6 Flava flave. Talk about some delicious beer. What's this oh, delicious? My favorite thing to eat. All right, all right. Protein shakes. Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Chalupa. Got
1: fun
2: Hey. Oh shit, we're recording. Have you been doing well? <laughs>
1: you yeah, have been doing very well. I'm in um I'm in a town in Alberta. It's a hamlet called Port Berlin it's yeah. alberta's oldest community and we haven't had any fires lately but we've been keeping busy so yeah things are going well it's good well, to hear yeah it's very good to hear
0: aaron chalupa what are you drinking right now uh at the moment i'm drinking Caramel blonde but
1: i also have a west coast india pale ale from piticton british Columbia, and mm. that's um from bad tattoo brewing company so i'm excited to try that one out. It should be pretty good
0: Well, John and I are drinking Orange Schnell Brewer's newest creation. This is the launch of the Escarpment Wheat, and this is a write-up on it. Orange is the new white beer, that is. Yes, orange has finally made an actual appearance in an Orange Schnell Brewer alongside coriander and other spices. A great refreshing wheat beer for the hot summer.
1: Mm -hmm. And how is it for the hot summer?
0: I'll tell you, brother. It's humid and disgusting out here My ball sack is sticking to my leg This beer allows me to enjoy the lovely taste of beer While I pick my sack off my leg I refuse to wear underwear and socks It sounds
1: like the biggest thing I hate about Ontario in the summer Is all that humidity uh, It's the worst That's why I'm coming in the fall Honestly, that's why I'm going to come visit
2: But when the crazy bees are around It's the worst season Mm -hmm. Sorry. No fall. I think fall and spring
0: are my two favorite Ontario seasons.
2: I love fall. I also love winter, but I fucking like Anthony, hate here in Ontario. You're a big guy. You get me. Like, the
1: oh.
0: first big guys. It's not. Fun. No, 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 no. It. You know what's the worst feeling is when it's so hot, and you feel sweat that starts maybe, on your shoulder, or like in your shoulder blades, or maybe in the in your in the middle of your chest, and you just feel that sweat bead down your body. And you're like, oh. The worst, oh, yeah. the worst. Anyways, this is not why anybody tuned in. Let's crack a beer, <laughs> say a cheers, and get this shit going. Johnny, cheers, buddy.
2: Beer cation
0: beer cation beer cation Delicious and drunken. <laughs>
2: bow bow, bow <laughs> bow. bow. Beer cation Wow, we're
0: beer getting, drunk. we're getting, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting better at this, man. We
2: are getting better. Record deal. We'll be in the yeah. Grammys next well, year. I was
1: loving it when you were playing the um, what's his name there? Ah, uh, fucking uh, the uh cold beer song, Jesse.
0: Oh, Je- uh, Jesse Stewart.
1: Yeah, I actually can play that song on my mandolin.
0: No um, way. I, okay, so have you yeah. heard that? Have you heard that song before, Beercation?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually I uh, was I was firefighting and um, it's her, the original song is actually from Don. Uh, what is it? Donnie Dumpy from newfoundland and it's a slow song and then uh this Dusty, he sped it up when he was in Victoria visiting some friends so my buddy had a friend that was at this party on and you can search on youtube and it's just like this back in somebody's backyard and he showed me the video and he's like can you play this on the mandolin because he's rocking out on mandolin I'm like uh if i get the chords i can so yeah it's, it's a pretty easy song it's just the lyrics are really tricky when you, are like, very choppy and they're not on
0: beat all the time but it's a great song. Yeah, actually that's a, I heard it first that that video you're talking about. I, that's where I first heard it and then I went I went onto iTunes and bought it because I thought it was, it would be a nice nice purchase for the show. And uh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you about it, a, a very enjoyable $1.29. Uh, you know, I actually like the song. It's a perfect off work on a Friday or in my case a Thursday leaving work and just enjoying enjoying everything i can and going from there and um i i feel like that guy's vocal cords just get ripped up when he sings that song
1: oh yeah it's just so raspy it kind of reminds me of um what is his name their lead singer of blind melon just ruins his vocal cords and everything his name right now shannon
0: something yeah shannon, shannon moon like,
1: and, and, and the video the live video where he's playing it on youtube um they got lighthouse Race Rocks, uh, which is a craft beer, so that's always good to see that. Uh, nice. Voice, like, nice little cameo. music and craft beer, too, so that's pretty good.
0: Uh, what are you, What are you drinking, sir?
1: Oh, I'm drinking Caribou Blanche. It's a nice 5.5%. Um, yeah, it's out, of, it's out of Prince George. Uh, well, Pacific Brewing Company, yeah, it's Prince George, British Columbia, and... A uh, portion of all profits goes to reforestation products wherever caribou brew, brewing products are sold. So lovely. Right on. I'm re I'm reforesting the areas I'm fighting the fires for, so good times.
0: Thank God someone's doing it.
2: Yeah. Oh, these you know, are true I hit pretty the uh,
1: I I was I was in Edmonton, my last set of days off, and I was reading the View Weekly, which is an underground newspaper. And I just wanted to mention some things about big things that have been happening in Alberta. So, uh, in the last four years, uh, Alberta has tripled the amount of breweries, the craft breweries that have been in the province. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, there's 31 brewing establishments in Alberta right now. There's supposed to be another 20 in the next five years, I think. Wow. So, that's huge. Yeah, so we're kicking ass out here. And uh, they also had some beer myths, so we can talk about those at the end if you want. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting ones. Like when you brought up Guinness mm-hmm. about uh, animal carcasses being in them, they yeah. can talk about that. And all this other kind of stuff. So I figured we can throw that in the end, in, in the end, you know? Like, kind of like uh, I'll, I'll give you guys the myth, and then you guys will say if it's true or false.
0: Oh, I, I love it. I'm in.
1: With, with, what the what the verdict is? So that'll so be, be a little bit of fun. And then we can like wager drinks on it or something. Are you and John can wager drinks?
0: I like it. I'm on board for that. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. right
0: on. Well, with that being said, let's debut the topic. You guys have probably already seen it if you've clicked on this podcast to download or stream. We're going to try to conquer and maybe debunk and maybe make flavored beers more enjoyable for you to drink. Aaron Chalupa, where should we start?
2: Fruly's. Sorry. I'm not Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, John? Fruleys. Burleys. Is that a strawberry beer from, what, uh, Belgium, or? Strawberry beer from where? Belgium, or where, where, where is Fruley originated oh, no, from? Oh, no, it's,
1: it's, it's called Fruley, and it's from, it's from uh, Belgium. Yeah, I thought you yeah. said Burley, but yeah, it's Fruley.
0: Yep, mm. and yeah, you're right. All right, so should we start within the brewing process process, or should we start maybe, is there a history behind flavored beers like that?
1: as far as i know the 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 history about um flavored beer is it was just like because back in the day beer wasn't as good as it is now uh there's a lot they had a lot less controls and um couldn't control the variables and everything as much as we can like constant temperatures and um you know it it wasn't exact science back then. it was kind of just like a recipe but loose recipe right so They needed something to cover up some of the bad taste sometimes and depending on what area they were in um, They would just throw some Spices or fruits that were available or if hops weren't available either because hops were not used until about the 1300s in In Europe it wasn't it wasn't a regular ingredient in beer before it was just water some kind of grain and yeast And they just put whatever in there like dandelions or birch bark or Spruce needles or whatever, right? So, yeah, they've had all kinds of different stuff. So, it, like, whatever was available. Um, if you were in, um, let's say, somewhere in England, they had cranberries. You could throw cranberries in there. Uh, if you're in um, Italy, maybe throw some orange juice in there as well, just to cover up the taste, or orange peel type kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever's available. And, you know, with that in mind you know maybe they added some honey maybe they added some uh grapes as well but then after that mead came along like we all know that beer is the oldest uh, alcoholic drink i debated to be man-made drink in the world uh then mead came along and then wine so um a lot of different experimenting of what was around because as soon as they discovered hey grain the sugar in the grain fermented with yeast makes alcohol what if we do that with grapes that have a lot of sugar and we ferment
0: those too. What kind of drink do you get from there? Uh, what about honey? What about this? You know, so on and so forth. So, so wh- where That's in a the, lot of fun. so where in the process is that being the process, entered? Like, where is the process is it being? Where the being... Oh shit, we're getting some feedback. Well, it will
1: Sorry, go ahead, Bob. Oh, good now. Sure. Okay, depends on what you want to do. Like uh, going back to our first uh, podcast, it's um, with with the boil. So the boil of the kettle, when you have the wort in the kettle and you're boiling it, you reach that uh, boiling temperature, Um, whatever you add at the beginning, pardon me, whatever you add at the beginning of the uh, boil, you're gonna taste at the end when you're drinking your beer. So you drink a beer, you get that little advent. That's from whatever you add at the boil. At the beginning, whatever you add at the end of the boil, you're gonna get as the initial aroma, the initial flavor um, when you're first sipping your drink. So uh, it, it all depends on what kind of uh, story you want to have your beer. Um, so if you have, you want to put some blueberry, uh, blueberries in there or like juice or concentrate or extract at the very beginning of the boil, you're going to have it at the end when you're drinking it. And then, you know, maybe at the very end of the boil, you wanted to put strawberries in there. So you kind of have a big fruit cocktail, beer medley kind of thing going on. It all depends really. Um, we 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 used to make casks all the time we used to have a cast night which would just be like a kind of a keg but it'd have two openings so we just seal them off but before that we'd put some um beer that was still fermenting into the cask and then we'd throw some fruit in there too and that fruit would be absorbed in the beer and would also add to the alcohol uh content because the yeast was still active and it would eat a little sugar so that would give some interesting combinations. We used to do all kinds of stuff. Like I used to pick John's brain part because he was in the kitchen all the time. He knew a lot of flavors. He knew flavors better than I did uh, for like fruit and uh, you know spices and everything. So, um, you know, we, we've done uh, habaneros and mango. Uh, I did um, uh, strawberry and kiwi. Uh, I think Josh did one that was really good. What was it? I want to say it was rhubarb and raspberry and that was fantastic. So um, it all depends on what you, what kind of story you want. Do you want tartness at the beginning or the end of the pint? Do you want sweetness at the beginning of the end? Like it all depends on that aspect. And the longer you delay at the end of the boil, so you can also get add fruits or spices or whatever uh, during the fermentation process, uh, like, like when you dry hot beer, or you can put it into um, the conditioning tanks like we would do for our blueberry vanilla ale at Jasper Brewing Company, where you get the blueberry and the vanilla Right off the bat, you, you, you smell that pint, and it's right in your, right in your nose right there. You're, you're just getting all kinds of um, aromas from the blueberry. vanilla. So it all depends on where you want to have that flavor and those spices, like smell, taste, finish, whatever. Sorry to ramble on there, and I kind of just, no, not <laughs> just all. took it away. No, not at all. Fuck. AC, give me one sec. AC, give me one sec.
0: Great, we are back. All right, see. Thanks for that. So, are there some flavors that you find won't work, like something overly acidic? Because I feel like a couple of years ago, the whole the, the biggest rage in beer was lime. Bud Light Lime, um, um, Red Baron Lime.
2: Like, there's all these lime beers. Yeah. Miller. Oh yeah, something. Yeah. Miller Chill. 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 It had nice. lime in it. Yeah, it was like a margarita mix, yeah. and it was disgusting.
1: Yeah, that was the big thing was the lime because, um, you know, Corona started off with the lemon. Um, you know, it makes people think of Mexico that relaxing. All those commercials and stuff like that. Uh, lime came along too. Um, you know, I'm not going to deny i I put some, you know, a little bit of lime juice in some of my beer, but that's beer that doesn't have any flavor. So that'd be like a blondale or some basic lager or something like that. It's no characteristics that I've had a million times before.
2: It's I actually heard uh... like a... Lemon was a big thing in Quebec that a lot of people like to drink, like keys with, the lemon. Yeah, maybe. I've never experienced it before, but no,
1: I've seen I've seen fruits, uh, fruit wedges on the side of beer or fruit slices. Like, I'll I, I will happily kind of slice a um, uh, grapefruit up and put some slices in my beer. Like, I think grapefruit really adds to like an IPA. It can taste fantastic. Oh,
2: I can see it working. Yeah, it'd be tasty.
1: Yeah, no, totally. But you just gotta know. What kind you want to put it with? Like there's so there's good good pairings and there's bad pairings. So a pale uh, like a northwest pale ale from BC or uh, west coast IPA something that already has all that uh, citrus flavor in it will complement the grapefruit.
2: So what type of hops were you looking to add? Like the Galaxy hops or?
1: Yeah yeah like Galaxy Mosaic Citra um, Centennial all kinds like um, just like if you ever see like any. If they ever mention the hops on the side of your label or your can or on the box or packaging, um, just look it up and it'll give you a huge description about the hops and like what to expect. Is this hop a bittering hop? Is it an aromatic hop? Is it a flavor hop? It all depends. And then you can always pair fruits with it totally. Um, I, I would like, when I first started really getting craft beer, I cut a few, uh, slices of grapefruit and through with the uh, wheat beer from Freak Rock Brewing Company It was fantastic. Very refreshing. This wheat beer is already refreshing enough as you guys can tell, with the orange snail beer. Um, and then with that little you know, citrus bite that a grapefruit gives and that little tartness, it was it went down so nice around the campfire it was great.
0: When when it comes to the name of a fruit beer, um, I know that rattler gets thrown around a lot. Beer lemonade, that kind of stuff. Is there a proper proper terminology for it, or is it kind of just whatever marketing firm comes up with whatever name for it? Do You know, what,
2: to be honest, well, before we get too deep, I, I thoroughly enjoy radlers. I think I I like grapefruit as it is. It's one of the fruits I actually ate for breakfast. Um, if you know anything about me, I don't fucking eat breakfast, but I'll have a grapefruit. Okay. I like grapefruit John have you ever heard about uh, Aziz Ansari where he's talking about who is it,
1: 50 cents with a grapefruit and he asked for a grapefruit uh, pop or something like that it's just like why is it pink it's like <laughs> oh you know grapefruit uh, it's, it's a fruit it's like oh I get it grapefruit like carrot vegetable <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I love Aziz Ansari on
1: it, one of it's on um,
2: Netflix uh, Netflix,
1: then I think He goes on, he's just like, I had to tell everyone to shut the fuck up because a grown man didn't understand what a grapefruit was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so so this his struggle's, struggles real. Yeah, exactly. With,
1: uh, with, with, with the rattler, that is a style. So the style is a light beer that's half beer and half grapefruit juice, typically. Typically. It also could be lemonade or something like that. Some um, taste. that's pace. more of a shandy. Um so whenever I go visit my relatives in Austria, uh, I typically go in the wintertime because I'm busy as fuck in the summertime, obviously, um, we go play hockey. And after hockey, they bring a bunch of Rattlers. And Stiegel
2: is the big thing. Like, you guys have probably see never Yeah, yeah. Of Stiegel. I love Stiegel.
1: Yeah. It, it got bought out, sadly. But it's like Austria's fucking gear, man. It's, it's the bomb. And uh, they always bring a flat of Stiegel Rattler at the end of every game. So now, good. So the German verb to cycle. So they would drink this while going on like a bike ride, or playing hockey, or going on a climb. It's like their Gatorade. That's how fucking cool the like, wow. Germans and Austrians So it's 2.4 percent average. So your rather is going to be less than three percent. It's not a really strong an alcohol flavor, right? So it's kind of like a shandy, as the English would call it, or the Aussies would call it. Um, so you can have a couple and still drive legally, um, just not too many, obviously, like maybe just two, maybe like three max, but we won't get into that. I don't want to encourage anybody or get in trouble. Um, but yeah, so like that's that's that style. It has to be a mix. It can't just be a really light um, beer with a bunch of grapefruit in it because that that's on the style it's going to be half and
2: half kind of, kind of deal.
1: Um, so that's that style. Did you want to keep talking about the different other styles,
2: or? Um, well, I well, mentioned the mention the Fruity, right? Like, other than the fact that it was made mm. made in Be- Belgium, so.
1: Yeah. Well, Fruity is a beer.
2: Well, let's let's go a little bit in depth with that.
1: Okay. Well, Fruity is a beer from Belgium. Uh, it's thirty percent um, strawberry juice, um, and then and the rest is beer. So what they do is they brew the beer. <clears throat> and then they add strawberry juice, um, like we would add <clears throat> uh, blueberry concentrate to the Jasper Brewing Company um, blueberry vanilla ale. So uh, they're, they're just they're just putting fruit. I, wanna, I don't want to say it makes it kind of sound bad, but they're just adding fruit juice to the beer. Um, it's not so much half and half, and also the frilly alcohol drink. I, I don't don't quote me on it, but I think it's over four percent.
2: So it's like fermented strawberry juice? Yeah. Like yeah no, fermented no, no, no. strawberry they the wine? They
1: add the, the strawberry juice afterwards. So that's when you, you, you're t- you getting the strawberry juice like boom. Like it's coming right off the palate. Uh, it's not lingering or it's not, it's not like it's not later on. It's not coming to you in the middle of the drink or after the drink. It's it's the dominant flavor in the beer. So that's why they add it at the end when all the brewing's done, all the conditioning is done. And they just
2: injected with strawberry juice. Okay, so about yeah, four years ago, there's a big, a big outbreak in like I guess Canada, I would say, with raspberry beer, with raspberry flavored beer, also. Uh, been huge. Yeah, but it seemed to die off quite quickly, as as fast as it came, as fast as it died. So. Well, that's
1: not really. So to kick off shop but it's not really, you know, it's not like it, everyone got bored with it. It's just all of a sudden something. There's a new flavor of the month, right? So there's there is um, lime beers, you know, both like lime The macro beers. Well, there's,
2: there's still a lot. Li- there's still or, a lime kick around, though, right? I'm not gonna lie to you because oh, of course, but it's
1: but that's not the number one thing on the market right now this year, right?
2: No, but the but the no, the, the rather's been around for a little a good bit. Thing that going for.
1: That's that's the grape drink in
2: the fridge. The purple stuff, the purple stuff. Is the of the light. You know what? You leave the purple stuff in the fridge alone. That's been there for a couple decades now. Okay. <laughs> Still good. You know, you, you keep those shots on fire. <laughs> First and foremost. <laughs> now back to the nature at hand. That raspberry drink. Yeah, the red drink. The
0: radrads. All right, so uh, other than a rattler raspberry beer, is there anything else that's kind of mainstream fruit inspired?
1: Oh man,
2: like we we. (laughs) Blueberry. (laughs) You know what though? Podcast here. I don't mean Um, to cut you guys off. Um. So what's a different? What's a big difference? What is what's the big difference between um Okay, so cider is one of the biggest things that's coming into like mac uh, micro making. In the last two years there's a lot of cider's coming up, right? Like we have our big that's ones, not... we we have our strong bows, oh. we have our summer bees and whatnot whatnot, right? Now yeah, yeah, yeah. you now you have Bud Light Apple or whatever, Applejack Budweiser. Uh, what the fuck is yeah. called excuse my language you but you
1: you got you got Canadian you got all this kind of crap
2: yeah so what's the difference between these apple flavored beers and the ciders like cause I you oh, know yeah. and I'm you know I like ciders I'm go I will brew my own cider I, lo-
1: I love cider there's two man like I, like, we, we, like I was talking with Nathan Deer and uh, Matt Kozak about making a cider and making meat and I'm still waiting for that to happen why didn't
2: we I'm make fun. a cider I made a cider
1: I, I I would never got to try it. I don't think we're uh, really close at that time yet. You should just asked. I'm easy enough. <laughs> yeah, You're, you make cider, you make ice cream. So that's all for your girls, man. That's all for the German. No, the
2: cider girls. was completely for me. German girls. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the German girls just yeah, get so the chocolate. The, the German girls like the Rattlers and the, the Diesel. Uh, oh, by
1: the way, Diesel is Coca-Cola mixed with beer, which is fucking disgusting. Oh, that sounds I, actually kind of good. By the way, like the only pop I like is ginger ale. That's when I'm sick. But. Coke with beer is just a terrible mix. It's
2: I want I want to try it out. Go find me a German girl. You, you, yeah, no, like by all means, give it a shot. Like if you ever go to Europe,
1: man? Like go to uh, Germany, they have their beer bars. They'll add like fruit extracts too. Like they'll give you a shot of like banana extract or um, Coca Cola or um, you know raspberry extract or something like that. Like, that'll just be they, they call that a diesel, where you eat some something with standard beer cocktail and. So lead up to, sorry, to connect back to your original question there, John. So you have ciders, which I predicted uh, two or three years ago that that was going to be the next big thing um, for the the craft market. You know, uh, a little while ago it was scotches and whiskies that just flew off, and then it was vodkas, and obviously before that it was wine. That, um, it's just starting to wind down with beer. Like beer, craft beer is still going to like fly for a while. But the the one that everyone's starting to build up on and trying to make the name for themselves is is ciders. You have a shit ton of them happening up in uh, B.C. A few of them are popping up in uh, Alberta and then Ontario as well and the East Coast. Um, the thing with cider, it's really easy to make. You only need a few ingredients and it just needs to ferment. It's kind of like I guess it's kind of like wine when you brew it. It's not too complex at
2: all. You just gotta cut some no, uh, apples the, and let the, the thing that I the apples they their work. Through my own trials and error, all I need to do was apples. Um, and I used I use I cut it with one third of pears. Uh right? two cases of apples one of and uh, one case of pears. Oh, okay. Right, and so once I I juiced them and then I uh, took the cores out because I didn't want any of the arsenic in with the inside yeah, of it. Yeah
1: Gives, gives
2: it a, a bitter taste A bitter you know? taste And then once I put I I didn't boil it. I heated it up to about 160 degrees far, uh, Fahrenheit No su- no degrees Yep So to boil out Any sort of contaminants And bacteria That could possibly grow And then I uh, I flashed it I flash cooled it Which for anyone knows That you put on ice Right away to cool it down You don't want this At a room temperature Too long Because it gives it a chance To grow bacteria and i i didn't i did about let's see i did i made two baby killers if anyone understands what a baby killer is a baby killer is a, essentially is a, a five gallon bucket so 10 10 gallons of cider is what is the amount i brewed so these buckets we call baby killers have the warning label uh, of a baby For, for everyone, for
1: everyone li- living in Canada We'll just call it, you know, everyone, uh, you know 38,
2: liters. 38 liters So essentially these buckets have the warning labels Not to let a child near it Or it'll flip over and drown in the bucket Because it can't get itself up That's why it's called a baby killer uh, So I, I did about Like I said, uh, what was it? 10 liters Of cider, okay So I use, out of 5 liters I use champagne yeast and then I used the other the other five liters. I used uh, ale yeast that we took from ale. Okay. To make this cider, I had two I had two pop cans. On my pop cans, I don't mean your little fucking Coca Cola cans. I mean uh, pop cans that you use for beer. And they're about how how big are these pop cans? Would you say Chalupa? You mean like a Tall Boy? No pop cans that you use for like they're like a keg but they have the, the open up top you can open up yourself. Oh, the swing
1: top. You mean swing tops?
2: The swing tops, yes. Yeah, those are bottles that
1: you.
2: No, use it wasn't. It can. wasn't a bottle. It was like a. It was like a miniature keg. Very miniature, very long and narrow, like almost like a pontoon that you use to shoot at someone in the, in the out of the navy. Uh, it it Paco was, called was, it a pop it can, a and you you. You would hook up your uh, your CO2 to one end And then you'd hook up the other end To push your your brew out Oh, oh you're talking about
1: corny kegs A cor- or, or, or Cornelius keg
2: Yes, also known as a pop can A pop keg Pop keg, whatever Close enough John <laughs> yeah, Paco always anyway. told me it was a pop can Okay I, n- I never heard him tell me
1: that But um, yeah, no, yeah Okay yeah, that's, that's, that's so, how you make cider uh, We'll have to make cider sometime when I come down to the podcast studio We'll have, we'll have like a cider side, we'll have a wine cider we'll
2: It took side me, it took me way time. too long to make this make this cider, by the way
1: Well, oh, it sucked, it wasn't good
2: No, it was great, it just took me too long Because I, had a, I uh, had a frozen outside on the minus 40 cold weather Anyways, we're, d- we're dwindling too I'm far I'm still waiting for the sangria You're still waiting for the sangria? I gotta make you some sangria. Yeah, no. Sangria.
1: That's,
0: that's like no, John cool. promised me like 15 podcasts ago. Hey, man, I make really good sangria when the weather gets nice. I'm gonna bring you. Yeah, I'm in. I got this white sangria. I got this like peach mango infusion. Wait, 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 of- wait
2: hold on. Did you go to Nora's birthday? No. Or the sangria there that I made?
0: Well, maybe. maybe A, if I got an invite. B, you told me there's sangria there. Maybe I would have showed up.
2: Alright, I'll make you some sane. That food. aside, this is not oh, why. God,
1: stop fighting. Domestic.
2: Jesus Stop crying over there. At the God, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's quit
1: yelling. Why can't we be a family again? We are
2: family, a family. Not at 30.
1: World
2: go to your room and turn the TV up. <laughs> Hashtag go to bread. <laughs> 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 go to bread. <laughs> Fermented bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just had to grab some more beer. All right. Okay. So back um, with the back with the cider so cake. We so what's what? Off, what we're
1: talking about ciders. Sorry, to, sorry to cut you off, John, but I think we're rearing off a little
2: bit. What's the difference between the cider and the, and the apple flavor beer? Like obviously one's apple flavor, one's cider. Apple flavor beer, 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 beer with the furb. So whole whole
0: bar that, was drinking at
1: her. Is that? <laughs> Anthony, your rap is so soothing. The number one difference with cider and um, uh, flavored beer, or an apple flavor flavored beer, is that the beer will have some kind of grain included with it, right? That's the big thing about beer. Um, so with, if, if you're Budweiser, you're using rice. If you're any other brewing company, most <laughs> likely, you're using bar, wheat or oats or whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's what's going on it, with the regular cider you're not using any honey you're just using pears peaches um apples what have you so that's what's going on there
2: all right yeah.
1: and then another popular thing too another popular thing is have beer cocktails i don't really call uh but like apple or like lime beer i call it a beer cocktail because you can't taste the beer is, from what I've been told, it's just juice, really, and, like, it looks like beer, but it doesn't smell and it tastes like beer. So, that's as far as I know. But, um, yeah, yeah, like, that's that's my knowledge of that. Yeah, do you guys have any more questions about that in general, or do you want to talk about another well, kind of beer?
0: I'm going to move on. Go ahead. Okay. So, we've already talked about, like, lime... Uh, beer lime raspberry strawberry strawberry now i know that with stout chocolate's very chocolate and coffee are both very popular flavors to be added into them is there anything else that we're missing there and maybe maybe why those and 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 get into that vanilla oh vanilla too yeah let me use some vanilla ah same
1: so well, oh, man, there's all kinds of stuff. I like what you guys are drinking right now. It's a, is a wit beer. They call it a wheat beer, but essentially it's a, a wit beer. Kind of like Oogat. Have you guys ever had that? It's a Belgian beer. Um, anyway, very, very popular. Uh, it's a wit beer, so it's a, a Belgian white beer. So it's brewed with wheat, and then they use orange and coriander. And it's a, it's a great style. And um, <laughs> I'm sad I'm going to miss out on that, uh, that, that, that um that orange coriander, orange is the new black, or new orange is the new white, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. More yeah, that's so what that... Yeah, I'm sad I'm going to miss out on it, man. That sounds delicious. But that is a fantastic style. Um, but, yeah, like, like with, with, with coffee and stuff, um, I never brewed a coffee stout. Um, we've always... We, we, at Jasper Brewing Company, we brewed a dry Irish style stout. So the roast malt that we'd use would come out bitter enough from the roasted malts that it would kind of simulate a coffee type flavor. Nothing too strong, mind you, but know, some, some, subtle similarities. Uh, I worked at the Grizzly Pop Brewing Company where we, add, we added um, coffee beans, ground coffee beans from uh, Beemers in Canmore. So what I believe they did is that they added it in the mash. I could be wrong though. I've never, I don't think this is just me speaking of my idea because I've never actually brewed with coffee, (coughs) the coffee beans. But you could either use coffee extract. You could use real coffee beans uh, ground up, which is absolutely fine. Um, You could put it in the mash because it's already with the grain and everything. I don't, it, it will affect the acidity of the beer. But then you just got to plan for that, and so you'll just you know, use, use less um, counter agents to lower the, the pH. You can probably put it in the kettle, I don't doubt that for a second, or you can put it in the fermenter, or you could put it in the finishing um, tank. So, it'll, again, it all depends on where you want that mm-hmm. coffee flavor to be in that beer, like we talked about before. And, and one thing that, um, what was it, Last Best Brewing Company, one of their sister brew pubs to Jasper Brewing Company, uh, they did a caramel latte, nitrogen beer, oh. and I had about a pint of that, I'm not a coffee town so I wasn't really care- crazy about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty hipster, but um, if we, you guys will have to talk to Josh more about it, because I think he was around for it. Um, it, apparently it did well in Calgary, as far as I know. It just wasn't my cup of tea, or pint of beer, or cup of coffee, again. But um, yeah, there's again, there's all kinds of different flavors you can find, and that's that's the art of it. Is kind of like when you get your like inner chef going on your inner cook, what kind of flavors go well together? What be the new big thing? Like that's a, that's what everyone in the brewing world wants to be is the new big thing. Right now on the West Coast in Alberta, it's sours, kettle sours, and um, traditional sours that are taking off huge, and people are loving them. So that's kind of the flavor of the month right now
0: at the West Coast. And, so, and what would a sour be? Like? Uh, can you describe that for me?
1: Well, the, the sour is just a different ferment, the fermentation uh, style. It's... you, you um, infect the beer with... I'm probably going to mispronounce it. Somebody's going to laugh at me, but mind you, I didn't take biology in university, so fuck those guys. Uh, it's uh, lactobacillus. So... It's a large, it's a large class of <laughs> large class of i pretty drunk. A large class of aerobic bacteria. Um, it, it might be either a spoilage organism or partially added uh, fermenting agents in um, in different styles of beers. Um, it could be like a Kulsch, so that from Cologne or Kuhl, if you're German, or uh, like a Berliner Weiss. Those are like the two big ones. Um, so what they're doing there is they're purposely infecting the beer or the yeast with um, the bacteria. And this, but this is a pleasant a pleasant, um, a flavor, like a, a, a good sour. You know, like kind of like when you eat a Granny Smith apple or something like that, right? Mm. It's, it's not like, oh, frick, this is infected, this is gross. I, I'm gonna puke, I'm gonna get sick from drinking this. This is a good sour. So I like, think of like a really sour cherry or um raspberry or something like that where it's kind of like bad but also good at the same time yeah and uh, surprisingly enough they're, they're they're very refreshing i guarantee you guys have a bunch in ontario to um check it out it, 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 it might not be everyone's cup of tea but um <laughs> produce that i'm saying it might not be everyone's uh preference but uh, it's, it's definitely worth a shot you know like don't not until you try it. I, I love sours. I've, I've
0: liked them for a long time, so check them out. Okay, I want to go back to, for, to um, the stouts when it comes to chocolate, because I'm very curious, where would you add the chocolate in the brewing process? Was that something you just add at the end?
2: Ah. You add the bean?
0: Sorry. Sir, what? <laughs> Do you add... Sir, Do Bill you- Cosby just walked into the studio.
2: <laughs> Do you... Do you add uh, cover the chocolate? drink, Anthony. Cover your drink. <laughs> yeah. No, put it in. Put it in. <laughs> do you add the you, so with with chocolate with chocolate flavored beer? Do you add a uh, actual chocolate or do you add like the cocoa bean itself? Good question.
1: This is the thing. Um, you don't really add the cocoa bean, but you, what you could do is. Um, Cacao nibs, uh, cocoa nibs. Yeah, and that's what I did for my chocolate maple porter. You're you're around for my chocolate maple porter. I right oh, well, was a delicious. Yeah, yeah. So this is where I'm really happy, Anthony's, because I brewed a chocolate maple porter. So I know a little bit about what you're talking about here. So it, it
0: sounds very delicious.
1: About, sounds yeah, yeah. Like, so we can cover adding chocolate and maple to beer. Because I researched that shit, so, boom, hey, right on. It's like it's like when the teacher is <laughs> asking all these different questions yeah. to everybody, and you're, like, you're, you're looking down at your desk and, like, I don't want to answer it. It's like, okay, what's this? And you're like, I actually read that part of the book. I know what I'm fucking talking about. I'll put my hand up. And he asks you, and you're like, yeah, I'm smart for once. Um,
0: I only feel that way when people are talking uh, about sports. Yeah. Or hair. Yeah, like, <laughs> anyways, go on. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so with brewing with chocolate or maple we'll start with chocolate um again like so the rest of the podcast whenever we're talking about uh, some kind of uh addition fruit whatever uh to a beer again it's always when you want to put it in um to where you want to taste it in your beer so uh hint hint nudge nudge to david if he wants to start experimenting with like um foreign flavors like from fruit or chocolate or maple or something like that. Do a little research and figure out where you want
0: those. I think flavors. I think you're referring to Dave.
1: Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Dave? Dave, the guy with five A's in oh. his name who just started home he, brewing. Sorry, i not go by, Sorry, he, he go by Davis? Nope. Not unless you're the government.
2: No one goes by the Govies. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Awesome. <laughs> no one goes
1: by the Govies. Huh?
2: I, I, are wrong.
1: I've, been, I've been like Reinforced But we, we have one guy That works at a He's a tower lookout guy And his name is David And I called him Dave One time And he just gave me The worst player ever I'm like Oh you're one of those guys it's Like okay. we need a Lawrence
2: And you're like Hey Larry And he's like I'm Lawrence He's like Oh Who calls Lawrence Larry Um Leonard maybe
0: Larry. Larry Listen If anyone calls me Larry. Tony I do Larry not respond
1: calls for Larry.
0: I so rarely respond If someone calls me Tony Do you go by Paul Never
2: that's my first name. Okay, so you go by your middle name. That's that's okay. That's all right. That's not your Govy. No, Govies it's so Paul.
0: It's hyphenated, Paul Anthony.
2: Yeah, but you're, so the beginning would
0: be your Govy. Yeah, no, I know. I know. never go by that. All right. So that's how I know when when people call me, hey, we're looking for Paul. Is he there? I'm like, nope. Yeah. So when people call me, yeah. I don't
1: go by that. I'm
0: not. Gonna- when people call you Lawrence,
1: are you John? Like, do, do do you respond to John?
2: Yes, no one calls me that. I I cut them off.
1: Aubrey. Is it Aubrey? Cheryl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's his name, Cheryl? Dave. Dave. My bad. No, you Italians. Excuse me? Huh?
0: (laughs) Scuse. 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 What do you say? Araba Diarchi. (laughs) Araba Diarchi. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Back on
1: track. Yo, i you guys back on track Greta, hey, Greta
0: you know, gets that, so offended that. when my Italian Is so cake. She gets so offended
1: with, with, Yeah she
2: talks more
0: <laughs> Greta, Greta when my Italian Is too cake, She gets so offended <laughs> uh, That's whatever. what we call you white people she, she's, so Honestly like I had no
1: idea She was Italian I, I listen to her podcast And you guys I'm like she sounds like she's like Puerto Rico or something like that
0: yeah, it's a new breed. It
2: puts you yeah, calling um, Ontario port Italians. You're not color. Anyway, it's what you call everyone so else on beer.
0: Yeah, we be are be way off topic. Beer. All right, chocolate um, beer. So,
1: also for like, do your research as well. Whenever you add certain things to beer, it might give a different flavor. So, uh, for example, um, maple. If you add it during the boil, it might give it a more maple wood flavor. But if you add it in the conditioning tank or the fermenter, it'll give you more of a sweet maple flavor. So when I had my chocolate maple porter, um, it kind of came out as a maple wood chocolate porter, which was still pretty tasty. Um, A lot of of people really liked it, but (laughs) um, yeah, so, so what I did, is I had about seven kilograms of uh, cacao nibs, which is just like the inside of the cocoa bean. It's all scraped up and stuff. Um, you can actually buy them, really. Right? Um, a lot of chefs will use them for different cooking and stuff. Uh, you can also use cocoa powder. I don't really like the cocoa powder so much. I find it, even though you filter it out or whatever, I find it still leaves like a weird kind of powdery resin when you're drinking the beer and it kind of cuts your teeth. Um, I noticed that with Philip's Longboat Chocolate Porter, they went from cacao nibs to cocoa powder, and I could tell the difference, and I, I just didn't like it, it kind of bothered me. Um, so yeah, uh, I found cacao nibs is a little bit better. So I used about seven kilos of that for eight, 800 liters of beer, and then I used about, I think it was four or five liters of maple syrup. And I, I, I found that my chocolate was a little bit too overwhelming to the maple syrup, but it was still rather tasty. And also another thing you need to be aware of, whenever you're adding fruit or anything with sugar, it's gonna add to the potential alcohol. So the yeast will eat the sugar in the syrup, honey, berries, what have you that has sugar in it, it'll eat that. So you're gonna, if you're thinking, I'll just have this amount of grain, I'll I'll make make my blonde ale just the same and I'll add blueberries to it. You're gonna go from 5%, depending on how much fruit you add, to maybe, uh, six, seven, or eight
2: percent. All right, guys. We're back here Just take a little short break. We're at four or five percent here with Chalupa. Anthony, I take a little piss, a little slash. Too much beer. I've taken like six of them already. All right. Oh, yeah. So, Chalupa, four or five percent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, if, you, if you're like, brewing your blonde ale, your lager... At the right percent, um, you gotta you gotta count for all that potential sugar that might be coming from your additional um, flavors, of berries, what have you, um, honey, maple syrup, because it's gonna jump up to six, seven, eight percent. Um, I made a home brew one time; it kind of turned into home brew wine because I added about five grams of berries to a beer that was already potential alcohol, uh, five percent, so that became kind of fourteen percent. So it was pretty, pretty gnarly. <laughs> so you got to be careful with that. Um, so yeah, so I took that, all that into effect when I was making my um, chocolate porter, my maple chunk porter. And you just, you just want to. So what I did is I added um, the chocolate at the uh, very beginning, and I added the uh, maple syrup at the end. So you got more of a maple syrup smell and taste, and you had a chocolate at the end. That's what I went for, but you could also uh, add chocolate in the fermenter or you'd go for a chocolate extract and then put it in the conditioning tank. Um, it all depends on where you want it again. Okay. All right.
0: And what about an ingredient like vanilla? At what point would you want to add that?
1: Blueberry vanilla, we add at the very end when we're transferring from the fermenter into the tank. So we'll mix it with the uh, blueberry concentrate, and that'll give us our blueberry vanilla ale, and it'll give it the, the vanilla and the blueberry at the very beginning. So you'll smell that, you'll taste at the very beginning, uh, and then you'll start getting the hops a little bit more towards the end. Uh, but again, it all depends on where you want to put it, like what you want to go for, what you're brewing. If you're doing a chocolate vanilla porter. Um, I would prefer to have the vanilla as the obroma, so you'd want it at the very end but I'd want the chocolate to be more either uh, in the middle or just behind uh, the vanilla so
2: it, Okay, so
1: when you we, 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 we say prefer it all depends on what kind of beer you're brewing and what you're going for because that's the that's beauty of the recipes is you can make it your own, you can change it up and everything and you add other things in there So if you had a vanilla cherry Or uh, Vanilla bourbon, You know Beer Possibly Drangle Like
2: Alright so With When you're mixing Flavors Okay like Well everyone who listens To Going Deep Not After 30 podcast Beer occasion knows I'm a little bit of a foodie I work as a cook Part time I've worked as a cook Full time I love cooking My sister's a chef my family's very in depth of cooking. So there's a love of food. And with cooking, for everyone who knows, there there's a balance when it comes to flavors, right? And when you're working with certain flavors, certain foods have different characteristics. Like tomatoes in Canada aren't as sweet, aren't as smooth as tomatoes that come from Italy.
1: Tomatoes that Itali- want tomatoes too.
2: Tomatoes in Italy apparently are unreal. Okay? So now, with that, what I'm trying to go into is with hops. Right? Because there's so many different strains of hops. Just like there's so many different strains of of cannabis. Because you have your indica and you also have your... Uh, your sativa. Your sativa. So, we were talking same about... Family. We were, same family. Same family, but we were talking about how, you know, if you have a chocolate porter or you have, you're adding chocolate to it or you're adding grapefruit to it how you want more of a citrus flavor or aroma to your to your hops so what would you want to what type of hops would you want to add to what type of flavoring? you understand what I mean
1: yeah no totally totally
2: uh so like
1: for example with um the maple chocolate porter I went for more bittering hops um I didn't want anything too citrusy in there um, you definitely could, you know, you could always go for that Carrie's chocolate orange kind of thing, you know, citrus and chocolate. A lot of people have done that before. Um, I think the Jasper Company did that before my time. Maybe when you're around before I was there, John, they did it. Um, but it all depends. Like you gotta do your research for your hops. So I went for more bittering hops So I did my, um, chocolate porter. I had Nugget from Sartori Hop Farms. Um, the hop farm I usually, um, I, Oh, I, I, I did the open house with, and I also uh, helped harvest some hops with them. That was really cool. Uh, that was Nugget, so that's a bittering slash um, flavor hop. And then, what else do I have in there? I didn't have Magnum because Nugget was the substitute for that. I think I had East Kent Goldings, so it was kind of like, one half. It was a northwest kind of style quarter, but on the same side, it was also East Kent Goldings, so it also had that English um, hop profile too. Uh, English Kent Goldings is is a bittering hop, and it's more earthy, kind of grassy flavor, nothing too, you know, citrusy at all. So it's a very mellow um, hop, no no standing profile. So um, that really jumps out, yeah.
2: When you have when you have hops, because it's relatable to, because it is relatable to, to cannabis, are there two different strains, and then that branches off?
1: I, I don't really know about the growing methods of hops, or anything like that, but there's, the three things that hops add to beer, is flavor, bittering, and aroma. So, different hops will add different characteristics to those profiles. There's some hops that are better bittering, they give you more IBUs, International Bitterness Units, and there's other ones that just won't give you any IBUs because they're not that bitter. They're more sweet, or citrusy, or uh, really good smelling. So you want to save those for your aroma. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm not really too sure about strains. like. I I, I never got to go to the Hop Union School that uh, uh, the Jeff Brewing Company group, the Bear Hill Brewing Company, used to send brewers to in uh, Yakima, Washington. That might be a better question for Josh next to me uh, when you when you get him on the show, there, John. All
2: right, just because I, I I, personally, I just wanted to know because like I understand that flavoring because when you try certain IPAs, you'll have some that say they have sixty percent IBUs and they're actually not that bitter. And then you'll have some that are 35 IBUs, and all of a sudden they're extremely bitter. So just wonder, I was just wondering about that, but also with the flavoring, because like, how does one IBU that's lower is bitter than another one that's high?
1: Well, I would say it's more so the the style of hop that you have, like um, Magnum. Like I don't know, like uh, it's it's so hard to explain because you can, when when people are tasting an IPA they get an overwhelming amount of citrus and they might translate that to the IBU, the bitterness of it, which is not the case. If you have a beer that's super, you know, when somebody says, oh, the beer is super hoppy, all that means to me is that they have a lot of hop flavor in that beer. That doesn't, To me, that doesn't mean that if it's too bitter, it has a lot of aroma or it has a lot of hop flavor. It, to me, they're just saying, oh, the beer is really hoppy. That's it. The, the, to me, that's that's all they're saying. So when uh, I read the label, and I'm like, hops are in it, these hops are, these hops are, are in, it. I'm like, okay. Well, these are the hops they're detecting, which could be Cascade, which is a very citrusy hop. Uh, it could be Mosaic. It could be Galaxy. But the bitterness is the big thing, where you have that ha- that heavy aftertaste, where you can't get that, you know, that spruce tree that just hit you in the face out of your mouth, that's the bitterness. That's what's judging the IBU. So if you have a beer that's like 40 IBUs, but it's not that bitter, that's okay. You know, like, well, that's not, it's not, so, so to speak, okay. It's just, it's not that intense. Uh, but can you, say you have a lot of hop flavor to it. You, know, you, you can taste a bunch of galaxy hops. You can taste a lot of the mosaic. You can taste a lot of citra pop the brakes there Um, but you have one that's like 100 IBUs and it's just you know you got skull fucked by a galaxy hop like 6 foot tall one that's the one that's going to be like (laughs) oh okay, you got the galaxy hop that's the overwhelming citrus flavor and then you have this lingering lingering, you can't get the taste out of your mouth, bitter hop there uh, which could be a lot of magnum it could be a lot of nugget it could be a lot of Newport. It could be a lot of East Guy Goldings. We don't know. Uh, that's the bitterness. That's okay. the lingering. It's the bitterness is at the end, more so.
2: All right. So would you say the the more bittery one should go with more, probably, so you say, the, the chocolate? Because, like, if you're more cacao, uh, cacao is kind of quite bitter, right? I and mean, coffee is quite bitter. But if you have, like, more of a Arabica bean rather than a bull bean, because the Arabicas, I, I find, are more smooth. So do you want more bitterness or you want less bitterness? Because we're talking about we're also... We can't dwindle too far from the fact that we're talking about flavors here.
1: And again, I, I like, so this is a, a fun fact. I don't drink coffee. The only time I drink coffee is when I'm at my brother's house in Belmont in the mountains because uh, they don't judge me when I pour half of uh, a mug of Bailey's in there and at Christmas when my mom makes her own Well,
2: Baileys I'm not going to lie to you. That. Pour a half a cup of Bailey's in coffee is a bitch. Just go for the Jameson. That's pretty par for the course. <laughs> Just pour the Jameson's, man. Like, like, Take your dick out from between your legs and just roll it Jameson. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Fair
1: enough, they're black Irish, but uh, let me just go <laughs> from the. So when you talk about these topics, black beings, Irish, you, you know understand? what though?
2: My great-grandfather's from Ireland. We hear that every every podcast, John. <laughs> That's how you feel, huh? shots
0: <laughs> true ghost. Shots fired, have a drink.
1: Fuck y'all! Fuck y'all. <laughs> um so this, this is what I'm getting at, John, is I, 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 I know, I know I'm, like, I'm not trying to any this any um, uh, um, irritation or anything like that, but I don't know coffee. I, I've never brewed with coffee before. I don't have any experience with that. Maybe Josh would, um, but speaking from my sense, you have to do your research on the coffee bean. Uh, when you get it ground up and this is the fact that you, so if you're doing a homebrew and you have your own grain mill You would not mill the coffee beans that you'd grind them up in a regular coffee grinder and then <laughs> go from there.
2: That's fair enough. Um,
1: I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you would do But you would definitely want to do your research for a certain coffee type because yes coffee beans all taste different and another fact too um, much like malt the more you roast a coffee bean the more caffeine you lose so with grain the more you roast uh, the grain or the barley the more sh- potential sugar you, you you lose for brewing beer so
2: do so, you know what I was just thinking about uh, Anthony uh, yeah. and Aaron.
1: coffee would be really good caramel coffee would be great because you're balancing that sweetness with the bitterness and you know what if you add it with bitter hops
2: you'd even do salted care right now
1: in, in my mind for a recipe
2: nice but you know what I was just thinking that the next one we have of our drink chronicles, because essentially that's what they are. We have the vodka chronicles, from yeah. our lost tapes. Yep, yeah. lost tapes. We also have the bourbon chronicles, and now coming up next is going to be the gin chronicles. Now something we haven't done the in what? beer, the, the gin. Gin. Yeah. Gin chronicles are coming up. Okay, so then there should be tequila. Not maybe not in this order after gin, but there could be tequila. There could be scotch. Yep. There's going to be rum. rum. But something that we haven't done and we should have done for beer occasion is we haven't done a beer chronicles. So I think uh, uh, just me throwing this out here, but people should look forward to is a beer chronicles. Maybe in November. Maybe November. And what we need hey, to do is we need to go to the LCBO and the beer store with Chalupa. Yeah. We'll get this on recording on a video. video tape it all, yeah. <laughs> you picking out beers and us asking about which beers you're going to bring here and we're going to record it and we're going to drink each beer and you're going to, try to, you're going to try to explain to the best of your coherency of how each beer is going to be
1: well you know what and I'll probably bring a few kickers from Alberta and BC as well because I look forward to that to a few of them this there. sounds tasty oh, yeah no fuck yeah
2: alright so we're going to do this and this is going down in the notebook that's what we're going to do step
1: away from the uh, the alcohol chronicles maybe do a coffee chronicles you know for a I'm not coffee. trying I'm not trying to stay
2: That's awake all day Chalupa like yo I don't want to go to the bathroom all day okay my bladder's spallin' up <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking for it gets drunk People want to hear slang <laughs> words. They don't want well, to hear us talk all fast. I,
1: re- I really like the Arabic coffee with the Jamesons. It really brings out the ar- ar- ar-
2: Arabica. It's Arabica, Arabic. not Arabica. Yeah, <laughs> it is Arabica. 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 Sorry.
0: <laughs> all, all coffee strands in the world come from Ethiopia.
2: My mind just blew. Yeah. Because I thought it was from Turkey and India. Coffeecation. Because I know that when uh, the really? English... Even
1: Indonesia? Even Indonesia?
2: Every strain of coffee comes from Ethiopia. I know at one point, oh. I believe it was Turkey or... No, not, it was Turkey or India, where it was illegal to actually take... to smuggle the, the coffee plant, to take the top coffee plant from the earth and the seas and try to leave the country. Now, I forget who it was. They actually took the coffee plant, they smuggled it onto their boat, and they sailed with it across the sea And started planting in Colombia mm, Interesting yes. And apparently that strain was Arabica Which is why Colombia has 100% Arabica beans But I believe that might be bullshit Because there's some There's some Colombian coffee that's absolutely shit Or maybe it's just well, maybe too, acidic. too acidic sometimes. Well, if it's, if it's like acidic you I'm get very so lot of gut rot right. You want yeah. the, smoother, the better the Arabica yeah. bean The smoother it is Arabica has less, less acidity it's better to buy green beans, Kim Banting. Yep, she said it herself. Episode nine. Get get your green beans, roast them yourself, and it'll be less acidic. y It'd be yep. actually more natural, better for you. Less mold. Less mold. Way off topic, by the way. Now, back to this flavoring. Pro, back to favor profiling. Now, how about apricots? Apricots uh we actually have
1: a really popular beer here in edmonton uh alley cat brewing company shout out love those guys they're our unity brew at their brewery this uh, last october great hosts uh apricot and hmm. i know many of people that love drinking that this uh you know any kind of summer that we have uh, they also have another fruit beer that's really good, uh, Main Squeeze, which is grapefruit and beer. So that's my favorite from them. I drink that every summer for sure, at least at least once a month. I'll buy a six-pack. But yeah, apricots, apricots and beer. I know you're a big fan of apricots, there, John. And yeah, apricots and beer go really well together. Boom. Because it doesn't have the same it doesn't have the same sweetness as a peach or an apricot. It's a little bit more subtle, and yeah, it almost has a kind of like a
2: it, I always like. I almost like to compare it. Like a peach has a little bit more caramel flavor to it. Peach it's is just a hint of caramel. I, I like peach. I, I think peaches are my favorite thing to eat, other than raspberries, pineapples, pussy chicken, and uh, coffee. <laughs>
0: Aaron, is there any flavor that you feel has been missed? Like, is there the missing key to beer flavors? Plums.
1: Well, I'm just gonna jump right here with one of my favorites from. Um, Shriver and Company in Kelowna, Mellow Moon, which is a pineapple hefeweizen, yeah. and that is fucking awesome when you're beside a river or a lake and you're just fucking feet in the water on a lawn chair and just chilling out. You know, for you guys, cottage country in, this, in, in essence, but um, that is a really good beer. So hefeweizen, as we've talked before, it's a cloudy wheat beer, so um, unfiltered, and it, it's just a beautiful drink, man very smooth um, and very easy going and just relaxing and really refreshes you so very very tasty very sweet so that's really nice and then I want to talk about my sister would be very upset if we talked about fruit beer and didn't mention um, cherry All
2: alright so next topic um, don't joke (laughs) 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 that's all the time we have today (laughs) no I'll continue so (laughs)
1: My sister's one. Like she loves her gin. This would be uh, a good thing. Is that I'd send her over to the Gin Chronicles? Yeah. Um, pantier uh, what's, what's the one in Quebec? Ungava, un- the one that actually looks like. like no one
2: cares like, about yes? Quebec. No. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they use like they use uh, um what is it Labrador tea and all these other kind of things. It's all natural from Quebec. They get everything from Quebec, which is pretty cool. But it's a yellow bottle. It's very unappealing. But apparently it's fucking really good all kinds of shit in there. But um, yeah, so she tries to drink beer because I'm a big beer fan and she's liked to, she, she's found a few that she really likes. Um, so her favorite is uh, Crick, which is a Belgian-style beer. Um, and it's it's produced by Steeping Cherries in uh, Lambic uh, beers um, in a second fermentation style. And Lambic beers, because I don't think we've talked about though, uh, those yet, So it's a beer from Belgium, go figure. Uh, Super strong acidity. And it's brewed from spontaneous fermentation, which means that they leave the tanks open. There's no lid to them. Um, So wild yeast ferments the beer, which is um, a very, very tedious and patience uh, tasking beer. Because you want wild yeast, but at the same time you don't want it to be infected. Um, but it does produce a really good beer, really interesting. So if you're in a liquor store and they have like some cherry creeks or whatever kind of style, uh, give it a shot. It might be your alley. It's kind of kind of like a sour, but not exactly. So it'll give you the same kind of acidity. But uh, yeah, give it a shot. It might it might tickle your fancy. Boom. All right. Oh, and another one, of, another one of our favorites is a chestnut hazelnut ale from um, Whistler Brewing Company, which is a really good Christmas time beer.
2: Okay. Explain. You can't just bring it up and stop right there. Made from Santa Claus's I, I, beard. I I
1: don't, I don't know how they brew it. I don't know how they brew it. I imagine they would get hazelnut extract. Peppermint? Okay.
2: Extract. So wait before. And
1: then add, add it to the brewing process. Uh, probably most likely when they put the beer it, for the ferment when they transfer the beer from the fermenter into the conditioning slash break tank. All
2: right. So let's 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 do this real quick because we're, we're going to wrap this up soon. Um, yep. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, you know what. You said chestnut beer and, and around Christmas time, so let's just do winter beer, okay, real quick to wrap it up because Yo. Jasper Brewery did a, did a fantastic. They called it Old Man Ale, was it? Yep. Now,
1: pretty much liquid gingerbread.
2: Yes, and then you also have uh, it's, it's not Rickers who does it. Who who does it, Anthony? What's that? They do it. They do a uh, Old Man Winter Ale. Also, like a there's a like a, a winter time uh, one. Great Lakes. Was, Great Lakes does one also. Now it's like a winter time beer. It's yeah, like, like you so, said, uh, it's, it's it's more gingery. It's more. It's, it kind of gives you a little warmth. Yeah, you know? maybe a little bit of nutmeg. And you know, like you know what I mean, like winter beer. A lot of flavoring. Let's, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. go quickly into that. Yeah, uh,
1: Ribstone Brewing Company in uh, Edgerton, Alberta also has a, an Old Man Winter Porter. Um, so with that, you you you're kind of more looking for um, definitely nutmeg. Um, all those winter spices, maybe a little bit of cinnamon, uh, subtle chocolate flavors, um, y- you know, any any kind of smells or taste that reminds you of, you know, winter time, like Christmas time and everything. Uh, peppermint or any kind of mint is also popular around that time too.
2: But I also find um, they they're, they're kind of they're also heavier. They're they're heavier and they also have a higher alcohol level because they're kind min- of sweeter they're very too.
1: Heavy high level of alcohol they want to warm you inside right um on the contrary of high alcohol like you know people are always like oh yeah I have some whiskey to warm me up and it does give you a bit of a burn in, in your body it also constricts the blood vessels the, the blood vessels um that reduce the amount of blood flow so it will make you colder over time
2: but also thins your blood too because alcohol
1: yeah exactly exactly that's what alcohol does so um that's the kind of catch twenty two. But uh, with high alcohol, it does warm me up, and then also you get the, um, the the really thick flavor. So that's high malts. Uh, they might add some uh, vanilla to it as well. Maybe some kind of molasses give that extra dark flavor um, or dark color as well. Um, yeah, those those are the main things that a winter beer would consist
2: of. So what, what ginger did... ginger ginger as well so what what is the trend or 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 the relativity between i would say um dark beer and more nuts chocolate coffee and then you also have like your summertime beer which which seems to be more fruit flavored rather than your stuff that you serve for winter you know, like, well, this is part of this play. I wouldn't want to have a Guinness in plus thirty
1: degree heat because it's not refreshing. It's very dark and everything too. Um, I don't know. I, I would. Com- uh, it's probably not the perfect analogy, but I would compare it to tr- uh, eating, you know, a turkey dinner and then going for a jog. It just uh, doesn't work out.
2: <laughs> I love chocolate uh, ice cream in summer. <laughs> I guess that's bad. Uh, yeah, it's not. It, it's and, not you know, relative. It's, Anthony, it's Anthony, dark. Anthony
1: loves tequila in the summertime, but he hates it in the wintertime. It's
0: true. I do. I love tequila,
1: I, I, I love tequila whenever, because I'm, I'm not a pussy. I'm an alcoholic. So. Whoa. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> Have a drink. And I, I'm, also, I'm also Czech-Mexican, so, you know, like,
2: it's in my blood. Like not that. damn lie, you czech Austrian? Check Mexican, Norwegian,
1: Scottish
2: you, uh, you get Cheerios and you know, your tacos.
1: Mexican. Check Mex. Scottish. Czech, Austrian Mexican.
2: Whatever. Don't be Filipino. Filipino. Give me give me give me grief about being a black Irish. Shaquille
0: O'Neal, baby. All right, all right guys. AC, we got to tie this motherfucker um, yeah. up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So and also also to all the basic bitches out there, pumpkin spice pumpkin spice delish um uh, yeah no exactly heavy on the heavy on the hazelnut heavy on the pumpkin heavy on the coriander all that fun stuff um but yeah to wrap it up on the the winter beers it, it, i don't know it's just something about being you know it's just being minus 30 outside blizzard going you see it out the window you have a Should nice fireplace in like, front you're, you're gonna sip on your really dark Beer, which would be a um, you know Christmas seasonal, stout, porter, imperial stout, what have you, or maybe in a, um, a Cascadian IPA, who knows. Um, but that's just, that's, that's, that's the season, you know, it's, it's thick, it's heavy, it's got a lot of roasted malt flavors. It's, it doesn't need to be refreshing because you don't need to be refreshed because it's not hot out. Um, summertime, you have your light beers, your summer lagers that are fruit infused possibly, or just, you know, your regular, you know, you get a little bit of coriander and a little bit of, um, you know, yeast esters going on there. Very refreshing, very light, very tasty. Um, plays a little bit of um, other like foreign flavors in there. So some yeast esters kind of come out as like a banana flavor, so that could also be, a, a, you know, a good thing for some people, but it's just, how like this is this is why I can never answer what kind of beer is my favorite beer is because it all depends on how I'm feeling. What's it like outside? What season is it? You know, like Your palate's should be too. Right? too like, what am I doing? Am I, am I I'm in the hammock? Am I in, in my room? Like, am I just? I don't know. Am I in my kayak? Like, what am I doing?
2: Yeah, you're a beer snob. Let's be real. You're a jerk.
1: Oh fuck off! <laughs> I'm not a beer snob. There's worse guys than me. <laughs>
2: All AC,
0: thank you so much for your wealth and knowledge. Why don't we sign off with um, something special? Do you want to give the Nana Nation a little hint? Of your secret? My secret? That may or may not be happening in November.
1: Oh, oh no, it's definitely going to happen in November. I was hoping it would come in October. Um, or the Oktoberfest is going on in Kitchener-Waterloo, but uh, it just doesn't work out for all our schedules. So, uh, yes, uh, Nana's, uh, I will be coming to uh, the Billy Shears podcast in November, I believe. I'm going to set my, ticket, my tickets for November 2nd or November 3rd till the... Oh, I think I put down 4 Check
2: Jackass ain't coming for my birthday. I, I think How you know, missing yeah. it on purpose. Probably. November,
1: man. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I figured I'd, I'd extend it to like, just just past uh, Remembrance Day because I was thinking like, uh, I'd head up to Ottawa for Remembrance Day for service there. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm pretty they, big in the war history and
2: Canada. So patriotic.
1: respects. Right? Oh, yeah, no, man. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta
2: love, gotta support the troops there. I thought That's Jesse great. was the most patriotic Canadian I knew. And then I ran into Chalupa.
0: You know what? We should have a Canadian off. <laughs> Where we we list like ten questions and see who's more Canadian. I think it'd be a fist fight. It'd be a
2: fist fight followed by apologies. <laughs> they're both they're both tall. They're both big. I think they both.
1: I'll bring I'll bring my plaid shirt and suspenders with my denim uh, my where denim uh, jeans there for, it, for a fist off. And I'll have a and I'll have my on.
0: Ontario versus Berta. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> battle for the death.
1: We'll, 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 have, we'll, we'll have a maple, maple syrup chugging contest All right,
0: wow. All right, AC, say goodbye to the good people listening to your sweet voice. sticking around guys I love talking
1: about beer this is actually a fun topic to talk about today I, I, I thought it was going to be pretty quick and easy but uh, you guys were really interested so that was a lot of fun
0: crushed a big hour on it so I think I think I think it, I think you were you're excited for it we got a little bit more base knowledge on everything and that's great Johnny got anything to say to the, to the lovely peoples that love the sound of your soft velvety voice get drunk motherfuckers <laughs> alright Make hits,
2: slap tits. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll have to play the myth, the, the myth or true game next time. I guess. Oh. Do, you we have, do we have a minute for that? How, AC, how no, long so can play? you play? This, 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 this will take about 20
1: minutes. We'll do it next
0: time. We'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. We'll, we'll do it out. next time for sure. All right, bro. Thanks so much.
2: Aaron, you still there? Have a good night, bud. I guess he's gone. He's gone. He's drunk. He fell off his chair. I got
1: you guys. I got you guys here
2: now. (laughs) Alright. Alright, Aaron. Have a good night, bud. Have a good night, guys. I'll let you know, homo. (laughs) No Bruno. No No Bruno. Alright, guys. We out.